Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. And uh, Mark, I was listening to your news there. And uh, you're talking about that home in Phoenix that's got the indoor nine-hole. Uh, it's like a mini golf course, right? It's like a putt-putt? Yeah, that sounds about right. Let me get the uh, get back to the story here. Yeah, uh, a hard nine-hole putting green inside the house. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I'm impressed by it because obviously somebody really cares about this. But then there's this other side of me that wants to see it. Is it just boring? Because if all of it is, is a putting green, you know, I want to put a clown's mouth in there and a windmill and a lighthouse and all the other stuff that you'd have to try to golf around. That, to me, that's the only way you would do a nine-hole putting green. Well, and some death um, traps, some man traps. Something, uh, yeah. Some, uh, some, yeah. A seltzer uh, bottle sprayer to hit you in the face if you miss a yeah, putt. Yeah, let's step this up. <laughs> Absolutely. What struck me the most about the story, obviously it's unique because it has that, that indoor putting green mini golf course, whatever it is. But what struck me the most about the story was the price. What would you say it was? Like a million bucks? It is a little more than $1 million, which uh, that seems low to me, especially for, uh, yes. well, I don't know. It's in, it's in Phoenix, so uh, so you don't know. 
Yeah. Now, Phoenix has got some nice areas there. If you're up in Paradise Valley and, and around Scottsdale, things are going for a lot more money up there. Right. But I heard the million dollars, and uh, and I was just thinking, if that were Southern California, a million dollars, you'd have like a two-bedroom, one-bath with uh, maybe a little side yard that your dog could go out in. That would be about it. Yeah, that'd get you uh, a shed. In, if you're, if you're in, in Southern California. And in Phoenix, you end up with an entire mini-golf course in inside your home. Uh, it's just crazy the difference in prices, and this is this is what happened. I lived in Phoenix, and uh, I bought a house in 2015. I paid uh, about three hundred thousand for it. We sold it, and we closed on this house. Uh, uh, we we sold it uh, January 2020, just as we were hearing about this this COVID thing in in um, uh, in China, and we were talking about, oh, is it going to get here? This sort of question, right? And we it really hadn't hit the states at all yet. Uh, that's when we closed on our house. We closed on it for about three hundred eighty-five thousand, and I thought, well, "Wow, we did we did really well over the course of that five years. It was eighty-five thousand dollars. That's not bad, right?" We thought oh, pretty good, pretty good. The the people that bought our house just sold it again, and it just closed this month for seven hundred thousand dollars. Good lord! And I can tell you now, and again, seven hundred thousand dollars in Southern California doesn't get you very far, but I can tell you, it didn't have an indoor. Uh, putting green. It did have a swimming pool, but the idea of the house that I was in being worth $700,000 is lunacy. And it's the same thing here. When you start taking a look at the prices, I had a house in um, uh, San Diego. We were renting it. And just for fun, I thought, I'm going to check and see what this house is worth in San Diego. Now, you know, for a guy who comes from the Midwest, Southern California prices are just total sticker shock, right? Oh, absolutely. So when we were there, yeah, when we were there, the house was valued at about 600000 which in my mind was about $400,000 too much. I just checked in that house. Of course, it's Zillow, but you know it's, it's the closest I have to an, an accurate appraisal. That house now, $2.36 million. Yeah, so if you're in real estate uh, porn at all, and, and if you look at houses, I, I lived for a yeah. period of time in the Midwest, too. Yeah, what, what you could get a castle there for uh, yeah. for what essentially a small one bedroom house would be here. It's really depressing. It is, and if, but then you feel a little bit better if you start taking a look at what they're doing in Northern California. If you're up in the Bay Area, it's like take everything we have here, and you can just about double it up there. The average home price in San Francisco. Now you're just talking about the city itself, not the surrounding Bay Area, but in San Francisco, I, I believe that the median home price there is 1.5 million. So that means your your one bedroom one bath condos as well as your your larger homes median home price one point five million, and I just uh, I just shook my head I couldn't I couldn't believe it I'll be it's living just, in an RV that's it I'm oh a- my gosh oh it's eye popping it's just wild so wild and everything seems to be getting more and more expensive and even unreliable as you've got the inflation is hitting uh, you've got gas prices are really high. And it doesn't seem to be deterring people here on Memorial Day weekend. They're they're still running around, flying everywhere, taking vacations everywhere. In fact, one of the big concerns this weekend has been flight cancellations. I think it was Channel 7 had uh, had a review on that. Another big story this weekend yeah, across we the country. The wave of flight cancellations this holiday weekend continues. 14 flights have been canceled at LAX over the last 24 hours. That's according to flight- That was yesterday. FlightAware.com. And nationwide, more than 1,200 flights have been canceled today. So, th- again, and that was yesterday. Now I'm looking at an updated story that uh, CBS has. It says at LAX there were 38 flight delays being reported and 17 flight cancellations on Sunday alone. So that is up from the, the, the early morning report I just played you the audio from. 
3,500 flights nationwide cancel, uh, over 560 flights delayed over what travel experts indicated would be the busiest weekend since 2019. So even though prices have gone up and everything is so daggum expensive now, it's almost like, well, we, we weren't spending our money. In the last two years, we couldn't go on that family vacation. You know, well, we, we, we couldn't go rent that RV and, and go to uh, the Grand Canyon or, or we couldn't go up to the, the Grand Tetons or wherever you're going. We couldn't, do, we couldn't do those things. And it's almost like the vacation funds ballooned and everybody's ready to spend that money now. They don't even care necessarily about value. I was talking with Alex Stone from ABC News uh, last week and, and we were talking about, you know, where people are going and how much they're spending and this sort of thing. And he said, there's, there's nothing deterring people from heading out. There's, there's just nothing. And the, the cost of uh, plane uh, tickets keeps going up and up and up. Even though I keep getting ads from Southwest, I keep getting their mailers. It's like, oh, you know, it's your water getaway fare, $59. And then you click on it and $59 takes you nowhere. There's nowhere that actually goes for $59, but Southwest keeps saying, check our flights for $59. I think the $59 flight is from LAX to Burbank. I think that's it. I think that's the only $59 flight that they have. Well, they always do that. Uh, have you noticed that? That's like the... Yeah, you, so when, it makes me crazy. When you see on the side of, of the vans that say $19.99 a day, it's never that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's their loss leader to get you in the door. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, those uh, those uh, truck rentals, sometimes you do better renting um, renting a U-Haul than you do actually renting a car. In fact, when I, I was hearing about this uh, late last year, as all of a sudden there was a car rental shortage, as they you know the car rental companies couldn't get the new vehicles because of the supply chain issues with the auto manufacturers, and so people were just renting U-Hauls. We'll just do a, we'll just do a U-Haul, and now you've got rental cars that are averaging. I, and again, this is what I was talking to Alex about, and he he asked me to guess what the average rental car is, and it used to be you could get a, a super subcompact, what amounts to basically a a, a go kart with a trunk. Uh, and it would be like $23 a day, right? And then you have to double that because of all your airport fees and your cleaning fees and your uh, the paperwork fees and everything else. He said now the prices are like 90 bucks, even for the cheap stuff. And I haven't, I haven't looked into it any further, but uh, just the idea of uh, just deters me from wanting to go on vacation. And then if you've got a family, you're getting something a little bit bigger, and you can't even afford to fill the gas tank. Man, I sound like an old man, don't I? No, it, and then there's kids on my lawn, and then and the clouds keep they keep moving by my house faster than I can watch them. Turn the hose on those kids. No, the, the, it's <laughs> eye watering. The price of gas, eye watering, <laughs> eye watering, eye watering. Uh, hey, the uh, the big thing here uh, that I and I heard uh, Mo talking about this here a second ago. And I got I got down the rabbit hole watching trailers for Top Gun before the show started. So I haven't seen it yet. I am amped about it. I'll share with you a, a little bit of what they're saying about this movie because this seems to be truly the first blockbuster that we have seen in two and a half years. Uh, we'll discuss that here in just a moment. It's Chris Merrill in for John and Ken. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. Thanks for inviting us here into your, your Memorial Day, whatever your things thing is that you got going on. If you're hanging on, I always think of Memorial Day and people sitting around a, a, a barbecue in the backyard. But I know for some of you, you're at work. For some of you, you're stuck in traffic, whatever that might be. Uh, so thanks for making us a part of whatever you know, misery you're suffering, whether it's uh, traffic or family or whatever you know ails you. Uh, I'm a... I'm not a huge movie buff. I was when I was younger. Um, 
new movies come out, and I go, oh, okay, that's cool. That sounds like a good movie. Oh, that sounds neat. And, and in my mind, I think, oh, well, hopefully that'll end up on Netflix or Hulu or one of the services I have. I don't have them all. Every time I turn around, somebody else is trying to start a new service, Disney and Paramount and all these, and I, oh, I can't keep up with all of them. So I've got Disney. Excuse me. I've got Hulu. I've got uh, Netflix. I have Apple TV. And then uh, I steal a password for HBO Max. So that's all I've got, right? But I'm always hoping that these movies end up being something that, oh, oh, hopefully that'll hit my streaming service. I think I'm going to bite the bullet and buy tickets to this Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I'm There's a whole lot of nostalgia in that for me. I, I loved that movie as a kid. Oh, oh, see, it gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. Oh, what is this? One thing we knew about the 80s, the bigger the hair, the better the music. And uh, Harold Fultemeyer had big hair in that. It was fantastic. So this Top Gun Maverick, everything I've heard is that this is living up to expectations. If you haven't heard about this thing, Maverick is back. Tom Cruise's character is back. And we're all going to get really excited about seeing Maverick, who, frankly, he was kind of obnoxious to me when that movie came out and whatever it was, 84, whatever. Uh, I always thought it was kind of obnoxious, but I'm down with it now. Yeah. See, how can you not be down with that? Your instructor is one of the finest pilots this program has ever produced. it's going to be a fun movie when it has a trailer with a short voiceover and then lots of big sound effects. It just screams Jerry Bruckheimer, doesn't it? His exploits are legendary. What he has to teach you may very well mean the difference between life and death. Now a big sound effect. See? It's just the sign of, of good. Uh, so there's the nostalgia factor. And then I was watching, I got, I got, as I was saying, I went down the rabbit hole before we went on the air here today. So I was watching all the different previews and trailers and behind the scenes and all this stuff. And so I was sort of buying into the hype. I'd been told about the hype by some some movie reviewers, uh, you know, this last week. And now I'm I'm following up on that and watching the stuff on 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 uh, YouTube and I think I might I think I'm gonna uh, buy the tickets. It'll be the first time I've gone to the movie theaters. Now the guys in the studio are like eh, old man. It'll be the first time I've gone to see, as my father would say, oh, it's the first time I've gone to the show. Uh, in well, it's got to be more than three years because it had been a while and then COVID hit and so nobody was going anywhere and I haven't been to the movie theater since. So yeah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do it. I was shocked to find this out. Now, here's a, a, a little tidbit of information that really surprised me, genuinely surprised me. And I find it to be almost impossible. Here's why. Headline, Tom Gun Maverick grosses $124 million, making it Tom Cruise's best domestic opening weekend. How is that possible that Tom Cruise has never had another movie that's been that high. 
The studio expects the film to reach $151 million for the four-day Memorial Day weekend. They said it could have a strong holdover for the next few weeks uh, as it faces limited box office competition until the June 10th release of Universal's Jurassic World Dominion. For me, I feel like the Jurassic Park franchise is just milking it at this point. Like, I've seen an Okay, I get it. Dinosaurs. I got it. Look, you got dinosaurs, and dinosaurs are scary, and dinosaurs somehow got out of wherever you were supposed to be keeping them, and man should not be tinkering with nature. I get it. Okay, Jurassic, I got it. It shocks me to find out that Tom Cruise hasn't had another box office opening, uh, weekend opening, of more than $124 million. When we see these films that are coming out, you know, the Avenger films, and whether that's uh, uh, the Avengers themselves or the, the spin-off, or not the spin-offs, but the, what do you call that, the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Is that right, guys? MCU, that's right. MC, okay, MCU. Thanks, Mark. That's, yeah, the MCU. So whether it's Doctor Strange or, or Thor or Iron Man or whatever else, it feels like whenever those come out, you better expect 150 to $200 million dollars. For somebody as big as Tom Cruise, and I was seeing all these headlines splashed all over, is Tom Cruise the last true movie star? And I thought, ah, uh, no, he's not. Uh, oh, he's he's this, you know, he's this. And I, I don't want to take anything away from Tom Cruise, because everything that I've read about Tom Cruise um, before this movie was made, I've been really impressed by Tom Cruise. Uh, far more impressed by Tom Cruise later in his career than what I was early on in his career. I always thought he was kind of the pretty boy with a smile early on in his career. And I've just seen him do some incredible work, um, both on camera and then what I see him doing off camera, I think, is spectacular. But do you mean to tell me that he hasn't made, whether it was War of the Worlds or, I don't know, name other big Tom Cruise movies, guys. How is it that other films haven't made more than $124 million in their opening weekend? That seems almost impossible. I still think he's doing okay, though. I. I don't think we should pity Tom Cruise. I think No, I don't. But do, don't you think with his name, he's always had one of the biggest draws in Hollywood? How is it only that this is the biggest opening he's ever had? How is that possible? Well, I think people have been under house arrest for two years, and they just want to get out. But none of those Mission Impossible movies made more than this? I'd have that to check on that, but they, they all were phenomenally successful. I mean, how many of those have there been? Seven so far? Or are they right. working and that's on the I'm, seventh? Yeah, Mark, that's what I'm saying, is that they've been... He's had some huge blockbusters. How is this the... Now, I'm not saying that this one shouldn't be the biggest, but how is $124 million only the biggest blockbuster that he's ever had? I, it just uh, It's hard for me to wrap my head around that. Uh, for fuddy-duddies like me who like to sit around and watch the streaming services, and I'm a, I'm a fan of being able to not get off my keister, um, and frankly, I don't feel guilty if I'm sitting at home and I'm watching TV and then I'm on my phone. Uh, you know, if I can watch a streaming service, I just jack around on my phone. I don't know if I can sit still in a theater now. I've become one of those ADD adults, right? It's like uh, it's like uh, all the ADD we complain about, the kids these days. That's me when I'm sitting at home watching TV or whatever. Uh, so I don't know how I'm going to do it in the, in the theater. But I guess Ted Sar- Sarandos, who's the um, CEO of uh, Netflix, was talking about the the controversy with Dave Chappelle's transphobic remarks in a 2021 comedy special. He was talking in an interview with the New York Times, and he says, look, what we put out is not going to be for everybody. And I'm with him on this. I got to tell you, there's going to be art that you don't like. If everybody liked all art, it wouldn't really be art, would it? If everybody liked, for instance, I have a story coming up a little bit later on about uh, Mona Lisa. Now, I'm not an art expert. 
and you're going to find that out as I, as I keep rambling here. Not an art expert. But I always looked at Mona Lisa and I went, meh. Yeah, I know she's got that weird, is she smiling? Is she frowning? Is she disappointed because you didn't empty the dishwasher? She's always got that look, right? I understand that the look is what's drawing, but I always, it's, meh. Eh. I don't get so excited about it. You remember the uh, uh, Robert Maplethorpe controversies back in the 80s? Not everybody sees art the same way. Some people, the art actually offends. So I appreciate that Netflix is actually saying, you're not going to like everything. Uh, Let me see. Uh, Sarandos expressing his views of Chappelle's uh, as a top comedian in the United States. And for the streaming platform saying, nobody would say that what he does isn't thoughtful or smart. You just don't agree with him. And I agree with Sarandos on that. I don't, I don't agree with Chappelle, but it's not as though he's not making his case, right? And I don't think Chappelle is taking the low road. He's not taking those old transphobic jokes, right? I mean, people are accusing him of being transphobic and having transphobic monologues, but I don't see him out there making the same sort of stupid uh, sophomoric jokes that, that people were making in the 80s and 90s. That's not happening. So, yeah, you know what? Good, Netflix. Not everybody's going to like it. I'm not canceling my subscription because you had a show that I didn't like. Because Newsflash, Netflix has lots of shows I don't like. All right. Since I just put my foot in my mouth already and I'm going to have people upset with me, wait until I get going on guns next. I won't get, I won't get too crazy. It's Memorial Day. I'm not going to get too wild here. Sit tight. It's Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM640, more stimulating talk. The boys will be back tomorrow, uh, as expected. I am dismayed as I was uh, sitting down here and uh, uh, Misty and uh, Andrew and I were uh, putting the show together and I just started pulling up story after story after story of shootings, shootings. Uh, let me see. Here we go. Headline... Um, Shooters at large after six teenagers shot in downtown Chattanooga. Six teenagers shot and wounded too critically Saturday night when multiple people opened fire downtown Chattanooga, Tennessee, during a confrontation between two large groups of young people. So you, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, this sounds like a gang thing. It, and it could be. It could be. Um, don't know exactly what the deal was. This shooting was at just shy of 11 o'clock p.m. Uh, so... I don't again I don't know all the details but I do know that you've got teenagers. Police said uh, early this morning that two victims, excuse me, yeah, two victims were 15-year-old girls. There were three 15-year-old boys and one 13-year-old boy also shot. So even if it is gang related, we are talking about the youngest members of a gang. We're talking about uh high school and junior high kids here. All right. So more shootings. That's in Tennessee. In uh, uh, Thomas in Georgia, multiple teen casualties reported after a shooting broke out at a graduation party on Saturday morning. Uh, deadly incident a little before 1 a.m. They said the party where the gunfire broke out was being held at the city's main event at Park Place Event Center had at least 200 people in attendance, most of them being juveniles. At least one, vi- uh, one victim was killed. Akeem Ellison was 18, taken to the Regional Medical Center for treatment, later pronounced dead. Another teen partygoer, 17, name not publicly disclosed, airlifted to a different hospital for treatment. And another attendee, a 15-year-old boy, also taken to the hospital for their injuries. Authorities uh, not confirming what condition those teens are in. So we go Tennessee, Georgia, 
uh, one dead, seven injured during a uh, shooting at a Memorial Day festival. This was in Oklahoma. Uh, 1,500 people in attendance at the Old City Square in Taft, Oklahoma, 45 miles southeast of Tulsa, when the shooting took place early Sunday morning. Uh, Witnesses telling investigators a gunfire erupted after an argument took place just after midnight. One juvenile, a 9-year-old, among the injured. The deceased was a 39-year-old black female. The seven seven others injured range in age from 9 to 56 years old. They sustained uh, non-life-threatening injuries. The suspect was a 26-year-old, turned him into the sheriff's office. So here we've got, again, elementary school kids getting hurt because of gunplay. It wasn't at school, but I don't think anybody went to this this Memorial Day festival in Oklahoma thinking that it was going to be unsafe. Uh, Florida teenager arrested after posting a gun threat photo on social media. Uh, this is a juvenile that just makes a, a crack, not realizing the implications of the crack, uh, posted photos of himself with what appeared to be a handgun, a rifle, and a tactical-style vest after receiving a tip on Sunday the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office uh, saying in a news release, um, uh, evidently he uh, put up a post of him with those firearms and then said, hey, Siri, directions to the nearest school. Again, this is an 18-year-old with mat- uh, maturation issues and um, post something that they think is funny and obviously not funny being taken very seriously. Uh, then you've got this other dude out of Oklahoma City, Britton Kirk, found with parts of an AR-15, bullets, and a book on how to make bombs. The police said the suspect bought several guns in Oklahoma City, planned to fly to Washington, D.C. to hurt politicians. He was arrested at a psychiatric facility. He did have a pilot's license. The guy knew how to fly. He was talking about stealing a plane and flying to D.C. As I'm looking at all of these, with the exception of this last uh, nutter who wanted to steal the plane, you have people at public events, or you've got students that have these these firearms, and I and I can't help but to wonder if you are going to a Memorial Day festival, and the nation is on edge after what we witnessed in Texas, after what we witnessed in uh, in in Buffalo, what we witnessed here uh, to Laguna was it Laguna Hills right, with all of these different issues. Uh, oh, Laguna Woods, excuse me. I apologize. Uh, all of these different episodes and all of the attention that's brought, why in the world would you take a firearm with you to a graduation party, to a Memorial Day festival? Why would you take uh, uh, these firearms with you to whatever the event was there in Tennessee where you had the, the 13 and 15-year-olds getting hurt? Why would you do that? Now, wait a minute now, because most of us are thinking the same thing. We're going, how stupid can you be? But you have to, you have to realize that if you're someone who relies on that firearm and you say the firearm is for my protection, right, it's there to keep me safe. And if you're someone who's been told time and time again that those kids in in Uvalde wouldn't have been hurt if the teacher had been armed, Now, you can never prove a negative, so you can't tell that person that they're wrong, but they're certainly not necessarily right either, right? If a teacher had a firearm, is it possible that teacher could have taken out the shooter? Sure, it's possible. It's also possible the shooter would have taken out the teacher first and and then picked up the firearm and had another firearm to be able to use, right? So you can't prove a negative, but the mindset is, 
and especially, again, we're talking about places uh, largely in the south here where we have these, Tennessee, Georgia, Oklahoma, uh, Florida. And the messaging is, uh, guns keep you safe, guns keep you safe, guns keep you safe. And so you have these shootings that go on in Buffalo, Laguna Woods, in in, uh, Uvalde. And you've got these teenagers that are being told guns keep you safe. So you go, why would you why would you carry a gun after a mass shooting? And to the teenager, they go, why wouldn't I? Right? But then you end up with teenagers who, in the case of young males, have more testosterone than brains. That is a that is a condition we have nationwide. And they and they they take the firearms with them because they believe I'm gonna be safer if I have this. And then they get into a heated exchange with somebody else who had the same idea. So here they are at a graduation party. Here they are at a festival. Here they are somewhere else. And these stories say, well, there was a confrontation that spilled over. Oh, it was a confrontation that escalated. Oh, there was a confrontation between two different groups of people. And you've got two different groups of people all carrying firearms with them, either because they always have or because now they feel like they need to in order to stay safe. And as that starts to escalate, you know what happens. Somebody pulls one out. And why do they pull it out? Because the firearm in their hands isn't to keep them safe at that moment. That may have been their intention when they took it with them. But at that moment, when they pull that firearm out, it's not about their own safety. It's about exerting power over someone else. And so somebody pulls that firearm and somebody on the other side of the confrontation goes, oh, yeah, me too. And now what do you have? you got to stand off with deadly weapons and somebody pulls the trigger to show I have more power over you. And then shots start erupting back and forth and back and forth. So it really is not a surprise that in the wake of these devastating shootings that we've experienced over the last three weeks, that we end up with more shootings and more skirmishes and more escalation and things that, look, you and I were young, right? We were there in teen, in our teenage years, whether you were part of it or you witnessed it, whether it was your, your high school or your, your junior high, groups of kids will get into fights, not abnormal at all. So they get into a fight and and it would end with fisticuffs. Doesn't mean that the that that we've changed as humans, but the difference is is that now we're we're preparing for battle more than we ever had before. Whether it's intentional or it's because, well, I gotta be safe. And look, to the people you're in a you're in a confrontation and somebody on the other side pulls a firearm and immediately in your mind you go, Well, good. Glad I brought mine. Now I've got it. And now you've got escalation. Instead of going, oh, they've got a gun. Uh, Okay, whatever, man. I'm out. Whatever. It it doesn't work that way. Now all of a sudden you've got a a standoff. You've got puffery, they would say. And it's an unfortunate situation, and it's not going to change until we start addressing. If guns are there for safety, you can't pretend that that they're there for safety and then use them for power and control. You can't do it. All right, I want to talk a little more about Memorial Day here because, let's face it, something you and I all have in common. Memorial Day today. And what you should be doing coming up at 3 o'clock. You're supposed to do something for Memorial Day. I'll tell you what that is next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. I didn't realize that Memorial Day was always supposed to be on May 30th. Did you know that? I had no idea. I just thought... Uh, it's last Monday of May, right? No, actually, it was supposed to be uh, May 30th, I guess. Memorial Day originally called Decoration Day, uh, just after the Civil War. 
the head of an organization of union veterans established Decoration Day as a way for the nation to honor the graves of those who died in the Civil War with flowers. And so then there's this, okay, what's the, the official origin of Memorial Day itself? They said that uh, there was an observation held the year prior at uh, Arlington National Cemetery uh, in 1868. Uh, Lyndon Johnson said Waterloo, New York is the official birthplace of the holiday. That's according to the VA now. And it was supposed to be May 30th. The reason they chose the end of May for Memorial Day, uh, it goes back to this notion of putting flowers on the graves of the fallen. And they thought May 30th is a good time because flowers are going to be in bloom nationwide. Wherever you are in the country, there's going to be flowers blooming. And I thought, oh, that makes perfect sense. Somebody was using their noodle on this one. Uh, and so they said May 30th is the day. And then it was in the late, uh, uh, well, I guess not late 20th century. It was uh, the early 70s that Congress said, okay, we're going to do the last Monday in May. That way we just do another Monday national holiday, and, and there it is. One thing that passed, uh, and maybe you remember it, I, I don't recall, uh, although I was paying close attention to the news in December of 2000. I had just started my radio career in that year. I started in January of 2000. Uh, and I guess I, I missed this, the or maybe I didn't, maybe I just don't recall it. Uh, but George, was it George W. Bush? Uh, no, it would have been uh, President Clinton that signed the National Moment of Remembrance Act. Are you familiar with this? Uh, the National Moment of Remembrance Act is a time that all Americans are asked to take part in a national moment of remembrance. A time to pause in a moment of silence to honor those who have died serving the United States. And so coming up here at 3 o'clock, right at 3 p.m., you're supposed to take just a moment of silence. I don't know how long that moment's supposed to last. I don't know if you do a moment of silence for 5 seconds, 10 seconds, 30 seconds. I'm not sure. Uh, but in it is in your own way. Uh, right at 3 p.m., that's when you're asked to take uh, just a, a moment of remembrance. So now you know. You've got directives for 3 o'clock. Um, and then back to barbecues and shopping. Every year I get so frustrated with all of the commercialism around Memorial Day, right? You probably have felt the same way in the past, too. Here's the problem with us being frustrated about commercialism. We go, my gosh, I can't believe that this is turned. Commercialism in America is awful. We're supposed to be remembering our love. Did you say save $200 on a mattress? Well, commercialism is bad, but I just $200, and we've been shopping for a mattress. And, you know, with inflation nowadays, we've really got to take advantage. When I'm just sick about it, but it is $200. Yep. Do you know why there's so much commercialism around these national holidays, whether it's, whether it's Memorial Day, Labor Day, Columbus Day, Flag Day, Fourth of July. You're supposed to buy a car, a mattress, or furniture. You're supposed to do whatever it is you're supposed to do. Do you know why that continues to happen? Much to the chagrin of those of us that say, how dare you commercialize a, a solemn event? Because it works. Because we keep buying the crap. If we stop buying the crap, then it wouldn't pay off to have the sales around those holidays. But... That's exactly what we do. It kind of blows my mind with furniture, too, because one of the nice things about buying furniture is that most furniture places are going to offer same-day delivery. But probably not on Memorial Day. Or if they are, that's pretty great. Unless you're somebody who works for them, and then you got to work on Memorial Day. Hopefully, if you're working on Memorial Day delivering furniture, mattresses, and things like that, hopefully somebody's giving you some little, little Benny on the side there. 
Maybe somebody giving you a little tip on the way out the door. Hey, thanks for setting up the, the Tempur-Pedic. Here's a little cashola on the side. Appreciate your efforts. And it doesn't seem to be, we've got high inflation. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, it seems like uh, when, when the pandemic hit, we just, money started getting saved. We couldn't go out to eat, so we had to cook our own food. We started saving money. Inflation hadn't really hit very very hard until earlier this year, I guess late last year. And so we couldn't go out to spend the money. We couldn't go to the movie theater. Uh, the restaurants weren't open, or if they were, it was uh, you know it was takeout only or whatever it might be, right? And so we were sort of squirreling money away. And now with inflation, we're starting to see that while people are griping about the cost of products, we're still spending the money like it's like it doesn't matter. Uh, CBS had a, a story about this. Grocery prices are up due to inflation, but we spoke to some shoppers here who didn't seem to bother them at all. I mean, they're going in there knowing full well that it's expensive. Were you noticing any of the prices while you were in Oh, yeah, they're a lot higher here. It's no secret food <laughs> prices are up everywhere. According to the Consumer Price Index, supermarket food prices have jumped 10.4% in April compared to April of 2021. Doesn't it feel like it's more than that, though? And I, I think the reason it feels like it's more than that is that we notice those products that have gone up more than that. Because not everything has gone up just 10% across the board. Some things have gone up far more. Some things haven't gone up quite as much. And so when you start seeing prices on some, you know, poultry, for instance, has gone up way more, we go, my gosh, I can't believe how high the prices are. Rebecca Stewart has a lot of mouths to feed. Her family's here on vacation from Idaho, and she even felt the California difference. We spent like $300. Normally it would be like 150 back home. Okay, but you went to California. Right? This is what's driving me bonkers. Oh, I can't believe how expensive California is. Okay, well, let's go on vacation. Where do you want to go? I don't know. California? Okay. Well, it's going to be more expensive, right? Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. California's more expensive, so, yeah, okay. And then local camera crew shoves a microphone in your face, and you're like, can't believe how expensive it is here. We spent all this money on airline tickets or on fuel, and, and those prices have all gone up, and then we got here, and we had to pay more for our groceries. Duh! What do you think you've been complaining about from back home for the last 50 years? Memorial Day favorites like hot dogs, chicken wings, burgers, ground beef all saw significant jumps from April of last year. Mm, Who wants a delicious barbecued salad? Yeah. You guys are grilling for Memorial Day? I'm always grilling. Bambi Parker couldn't care less about any increases. You see the the prices at all? I mean, no, I didn't look at prices. (laughs) Why is that? Money is just money. They're- okay. I want to kind of mock her for that, but, I mean, she's kind of got the right attitude. As long as you have the disposable income, you know, you're not borrowing out of your kid's college fund or anything, then and you're not willing to change your lifestyle, then why complain about it? Yeah, I know. We all kind of gripe with our neighbors about, whew, man, it's expensive. And I'm with you. I, I, I do it too. But, again... You knew it was going to be more expensive. If it's that much expensive, that that much more expensive, and it starts to really bother you, don't go on vacation. Don't don't grill the chicken wings. Then find something else to do. Just for some reason, we just we're happier when we're unhappy. And again, guilty as charged. We just got to knock that off. 
All right, tragedy strikes the LAPD. We'll talk with uh, KFI News' own Steve Gregory about it next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken. KFI AM640 live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.